This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is RU Series Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight as we will be going through practice day number five for your LSU Tigers. Some tidbits, some thoughts. And for some of you, you will get mad at me and say that I am pushing a narrative. I am not rolling the quarterbacks and first team out of there out there so we do have a lot to discuss uh some injury reports not anything bad um not anything bad to report on um just guys when you start playing football you're gonna get bumps and bruises you're gonna get bumps and bruises so nothing's wrong nothing's bad calm your tits nothing's wrong but I do anticipate a lot, at least some of you to get upset with me here tonight, especially if you're wanting one quarterback as it's not trending his way uh, at the current moment. That being uh, Miles Brennan. Say I'm pushing a narrative. Say what you want. 
uh, but we'll give a full practice report, some things that we heard, and we heard from Mike Denbrock here today, what he's looking for in his offensive line, some guys that are really standing out to him, one being the new right tackle for your LSU Tigers and Anthony Bradford, and he does uh, give us an update on quarterback. So we got a lot to talk about there. Uh, I, I was going to get into a Rafino's rant. I'm going to table that at the current moment as we do have some things developing in on that. I was going to talk about, um, and really and truthfully, um, it's not really that important <laughs> with everything that's going on in today's game. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what Kale Gundy, whatever his name is, got fired from Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I- I'm going to table that for the time being. Uh, Carter, the power Bryant joins us at 7.30. So we'll get in touch with our good friend Carter Bryant, who joins us every Monday on this show to talk LSU football and much more. I will give a recruiting update here tonight. Kylan Jackson has pushed back his commitment. Uh, everybody started panicking. Oh, oh my God. Don't relax. Y'all did this before. You better relax. You better relax. So we'll talk. We'll get a recruiting update. We might even start the show off with that as Ricky Collins is set to commit on Wednesday. Uh, his camp is advising everyone that they are welcome, uh, or from media perspective, that everyone's welcome to go there and stream it live. Uh, we'll see, but um, we'll probably be doing the show. We'll go a little later on Wednesday. We'll go right after the Ricky Collins commitment, uh, and then we'll start the show from them. And then at the end of the show, we'll try to give a Saints update. You guys, in the comments, don't forget, don't forget for, or don't forget to tell me, I should say, um, to give a Saints update, a Saints camp update. So we'll get to that. Okay, uh, Ed Reader, our good friend Ed, sends us five dollars via super chat. Thank you so much, Ed. He says, "Is the trend towards Jane Daniels? It does. It does appear that way. At the current moment, it does appear that way. Let's see what happens Thursday in the scrimmage. What happened? You know, let's see if Garrett and him and Miles uh, battle it out. Let's see what happens there." Cam Elam says Mike Scarborough from TigerBay.com said Mike Jones was hurt. Any truth? Uh, he was a little nicked up. He's good to go. He's fine. Again, guys, you have these bumps. Um, you have these little bumps and bruises during camp. I think if the game would go today, Mike Jones Jr. would be uh, your starting middle linebacker. So uh, a little nicked up, but that that's okay. Um, we're, we're not worried about that. Um. Uh, you know, if he's not out there completely, you know, he's out there still in shoulder pads and helmet. If you start taking the helmet and pads off, then you should start having some concern. Mike Jones Jr. is fine. Uh, Buster Tanner says, does Jaden Daniels seem to be getting more crisp on his accuracy and intermediate throws? Hashtag ask Blake. Uh, maybe. Uh, we'll talk about that, though. Rob Boudreaux says, we still have media behind negative or being negative and saying they don't look good and crying about NIL. Yeah, they don't really know what they're talking about, man. I, I mean, come on, guys. You know, let me let me just say this because I'm not getting into this NIL debate tonight. How do you think LSU's got a top six class? How do you think LSU's got a top six class? Uh, around this time last year, A&M was trending at number one. What's going on with A&M being number 30? Sometimes people make promises they can't keep. 
<laughs> Shame on them. Shame on them. Um, Keaton's probably going to be our biggest listener that's mad. Uh, he says, Miles Brennan. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. All right. LGZ, Jordan, Tyler, uh, Rob, uh, Sam, Troy, Doug knows. I'll say let's go. So we'll do that. Let's get this thing started. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> let's get this thing started, y'all. Got a lot going on here. Uh, Kenny says rep for the real Tigers. Absolutely. Always. Always. Uh, Jordan says y'all need to support Denbrock. I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I don't know what what that really means. Uh, Keaton says I got 100 push-ups on Brendan. You want to take that bet? <laughs> I'm not taking any bet. I don't really care. I, 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 I root for all of them. I really, guys, I seriously don't care. Really and truthfully, I don't. All right, let's get this thing rolling, though. Everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. So many of you watching us live right now on Facebook. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Hit the like button. Share to your own social media pages. Share to all those LSU Facebook groups. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on the audio uh, uh, podcast or XM Radio, whatever it may be, like, subscribe, review. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. So many of you over the weekend, I want to send a special thank you to a lot of you. Uh, we had over, uh, I think, 35 new people subscribe to the AYS message board, AYSSnetwork.com. We greatly appreciate all of you that sign up um, and sign up for the premium message board on AYS. It's been a good time. We go back and forth. We talk a lot of LSU and a lot of football. No politics, no nothing, just straight ball inside of the AYS forum. Okay, Zachy, let's do this. Let's pay these bills. We got a lot to talk about. None better than our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. Guys, we'll be, we will return in a minute and a half. We got a lot to talk about. Day five of LSU football camp was underway. What are our takeaways? BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varto and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino 
Situomba. Uh, Lamar Williams. So first off, let's get to a couple comments and then we'll get rolling. Uh, but let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's get this thing started, y'all. Uh, Lamar Williams says, forget that poll, talking about the AP top 25 poll or coaches poll that came out that did not have LSU in it for the first time since 2000. Kind of a little bit of irony, right? Like Nick Saban comes here in 2000. Brian Kelly comes here. First time you haven't been ranked in the coaches poll. You got Steve Sarkeesian out here voting for Texas to be the number one overall team. Guys, the AP poll does not tell me what I need to know about this team. What I do, what I will say is it is a good barometer for fans, right? It is a good barometer that when we sit inside Twitter spaces and you're making the case for LSU to go 12-0 this season, they're outside of Baton Rouge, outside of Louisiana. There is a lot of skepticism nationally. I'm not saying that that's my skepticism. That's just a skepticism nationally. So... There you go. Keaton says they haven't been in full pads yet. The first scrimmage will tell all. Well, let me let me answer this, and we'll get this thing started on this. Uh, Keaton, I've, I fully disagree with you. Like, Keaton, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but I wholeheartedly disagree with you because, guys, you can't, you can't hide things right now, right? Like, this isn't the, the spring. This isn't a time where... You can just sit back and start hiding things. A lot of things that you're going to see right now is what they're, what it's trending to. You can't throw Jaden Daniels. when. So today, if you missed it at practice, and I know that Mike Scarborough from Tiger Bay talked about this, Mike Denbrock at practice today screamed first team, meaning first team, get out there. It's time to run some plays, time to take some reps. Jaden Daniels was the first quarterback. Guys, you can't, they're not doing this to spike the media, to throw off Florida State. They don't have the time to do that. They don't have the time to do that. They got to get ready for the game. They got to get this team ready. Now, let me say this. If that is what Brian Kelly's doing, which it's not what he's doing, but if it were to be that Brian Kelly was putting Jane Daniels or Garrett Nussmeyer in with the first team to take reps just when the media is there, why is he giving us a scrimmage? Why is he giving us all of the scrimmages? They're not hiding anything. Mile, you know, I know a lot of you are asking questions about number 15, which is fine, and I understand it. But this whole offseason, people weren't pushing a narrative. It's what's being told and what we've seen out there on the field. We'll be out there Thursday for that whole full scrimmage. We'll be out there. And you and Keaton is right about one thing. The scrimmage will tell a lot of things. It's not the end-all be-all. The only thing that I'm worried about the scrimmage, I want to see what kind of personnel that they're running out there. I want to see their base former plays. I want to see how the O-line and D-line, how better they've gotten in the offseason. You had two key pieces onto the offensive line that weren't here in the spring. Does that re re reduce the pressure on the quarterback? If it doesn't, does Jane Daniels use his legs to get outside of the pocket? What can Garrett Nussmeyer do? What does the running backs look like? And what are you doing with guys like Kayshawn Booty on the outside? That are that is the four main or four or five main things that I'm looking for. They are not 
hiding things from the media. It's stupid. And if that's what Brian Kelly's doing, then he's going to get, when LSU's going to get beat because Miles Brennan or Garrett Nussmeyer or whoever has to take first team reps for you to go out there, guys, in less, in less than a month, in less than a month on September the 4th, that ball kicks off in the Superdome. Jane Daniels, Garrett, Miles, Walker, whoever it is at quarterback needs all the first team reps they can get. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. If they're going to be that guy, they need the rep. This isn't no, we're trying to fool Florida State. Florida State has absolutely no idea what LSU's running any Rudy Poo way. <laughs> they may have an idea. They don't know. They don't know if Kayshawn's going to be in the slot or if he's going to be at the X, he's going to be at the Z. Jack Besh hasn't been out to practice. Where is he going to be lining up? Is he the new guy in the slot? We don't know. And I know the talk will be a lot about, oh, well, the O-line must suck. No. Guys, Jaden has 30 starts underneath his belt. 30 starts underneath his belt. He legitimately has 10 times the amount of starts. I get it's in the Pac-12. I understand it. But I also have seen guys like Josh Allen play at the University of Wyoming and then go into the NFL and do some really spectacular things. Players can play. Oh, well, what about the SEC? Well, shit, what about the NFL? So what's the difference between Josh Allen, who only completed 50-something percent at Wyoming, and is now completing 60-plus percent in the NFL? Players can play. I don't care about, you know, and there's this big narrative out there today about Jaden. Oh, well, look what the guys did to Jaden Daniels' locker when he left. You mean like Trevez Moore, who got kicked off of LSU's team, who was suspended three times under the Ed Orgeron regime? You want to go out there and talk trash about players, it's open game. If you're going to post it on social media, it's open game. You're worried about the wrong thing. I, I get a lot of you want Miles to succeed. I understand it. It would be a fantastic story. It really would. I want to see the young man work his way back, and do really well. Right now, he's not taking first-team reps. Guys, there's video of that. There, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. It's a two-man race at the current moment. Like it, love it, or hate it, that's not us saying that. That's the reality of what's going on. And quite honestly... And I don't care about this. Crying belly saying, I don't think so. But like, it doesn't matter what you think. I know that I'm quoting The Rock. It doesn't matter what we think. What is going on at practice? What are these two eyeballs seeing on the practice field? It doesn't matter what we think. Is, is, is Garrett Nussmeyer completing an out route to Kayshawn Bouti? Is Jane Daniels getting better with his intermediate passing game? Now, I will say this. Th Brian Kelly has been very hands-on, in my opinion, with Jaden. He's also been the same with Garrett. I haven't seen 
a lot with the others. Haven't seen a lot with the others. Take it for what you will. And look, we're still trying to learn Brian Kelly. As much as these young men out on the practice field are trying to learn what the offense is, what the media core will never tell you is they're trying to learn what Brian Kelly's doing just as much. If, if you've never been to a college practice and how it's structured, it can be confusing. I understand it. But I, I do understand the concern uh, behind a lot of it. So, we'll see. I, I'm really looking forward to Thursday. Th- the one thing, like I said, I agree with the guy Keaton in here who's commenting is uh, Thursday can tell a lot of things. Look, uh, interesting enough, going through today, it, it would seem as if Noah Kane's still taking some first-team reps. I, You know, guys, you can look at the practice film. First-team O-line, first-team wide receiver core, you know, I guess first-team quarterback, it, it's John Emery and Noah Kane. Noah Kane must have had a really good offseason. I'll continue to say this, too. The offensive line um, consisted of today, and we had some some changes, was at left tackle, Will Campbell. And as we talked about, I didn't think that Doomerville would <laughs> – I didn't think that was going to be end-all, be-all. Um, left guard was Tremont Shorts. Center was Garrett Dellinger. Right guard, Miles Frazier. And right tackle was uh, uh, Anthony Bradford. The right side's not going to change, guys. Just telling you. And Anthony Bradford looks really good. Looks really good. Um, he looks a lot leaner or a lot more trim. He's lost some weight. He looks better. His footwork seems to be a lot better. His hands seem to be more explosive and more, more I say, have power to him. Anthony Bradford looks really good. Number 75 on your programs. Number one in your hearts. I think this team's going to want to try to run the football, man. And it's something that we talked about a lot on this show. If Jane Daniels is a guy, you got to find a way to get your playmakers the ball out in space. He throws a really uh, a pretty decent uh, uh, ball down the field. He can be vertical with it. Um, but some of the, the, the schemes and schematics that they were running today at practice was an RPO base with a bubble screen behind it. Either you're going to give it, you're going to keep it, you're going to run it, or are you going to hit the screen? It's really hard to defend. That is what Jane Daniels gives you. Now, Mike Denbrock talked about today that he, you know, his offense can fit any quarterback, which I agree, and I, I believe in him and believe him when he says that his offense can fit any style of quarterback. However, if you can't take the comments away today from your offensive coordinator, Mike Denbrock, and saying my vote is going to go to the guy who's going to give us the best chance of win. And then the comment before, he's talking about we need mobility at that position. It is a key piece to what we do. I don't know what to tell you. That is a a quote, end quote comment. Whether that be Garrett, whether that be Walker, whether that be Jaden. There is one man. Um... 
that seems to be on the outside look looking in. Seems to be. And I understand that a lot of people are worried about uh, Jane Daniels having 10 touchdowns and 10 interceptions last season. But what nobody seriously talks about is his freshman year when he went 17-2. and two, And the year after that when he had, a, I think, five touchdowns, two interceptions, I think three or four more rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, let's get to – we'll get to a couple comments. Let me get to defense, though, first, Zach, before – if you can star as many of these comments as, we, as you can. Um, look, I um, – defense didn't really change. I will tell you who I think is starting to turn some heads for some people. is number one – now number one, Seven Banks, um, the, the transfer from Ohio State. Now, Jared Bernard Converse wasn't out there. I was told there was a little bit more precautionary more than anything – uh, so we'll see on Jared Bernard Converse. Seven Banks looks good, man. Seven Banks looks good. He's flying to the – I'll say you wouldn't know. Um, You wouldn't know that that young man just had hip surgery. Um, I think he's going to – guys, he's going to get a lot of playing time. I mean, nothing else on the defense changed. Micah Baskerville, when, when uh, Mike Jones Jr. was out, Micah Baskerville started filling the role for him today. Uh, but I thought Seven Banks was the guy that I was looking forward to seeing that defensive back room the most. He's impressive, man. He's impressive. And look, we trash Ohio State a lot as fans. They have really good players, guys. <laughs> they have really good players. You can't deny him that. They put a lot of young men in the league. So you can't deny them that. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Carter the Power Bryant joining us in four minutes. If you have your questions, fire them in there. We're trying to get we'll try to get to as many of them as we can. Uh Pooh Bear says, This ain't park ball. You giving your QBs all the reps you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. You gotta give them as many reps as you can. Kenny says Jay Daniels could be LSU's Jalen Hurts. Could be. Could be. Josh Forbes says, Jaden offers a dual threat. It's just the INTs I'm concerned with. I think he'll be okay. Um, I, I understand that, but look, man, Arizona State's a dumpster fire. They're a dumpster fire. They have been a dumpster fire. You, We rip, what's so crazy is we rip alive Max Johnson. A lot of you seem to be panicked right now. Jordan says he can still transfer to USM. Talking about Miles, I'm assuming. Maybe. Maybe. But look, man, I, I'll just say this. I, guys, he's not taking those reps. As of right now, and you can't say we're pushing a narrative, there's film. There's eyeballs. You can't hide it. So whether he starts game one against Florida State or not, you can't hide it. Uh, Anthony B. Saints on Facebook says, Hashtag Ask Blake, do you think LSU's chances of getting Jalen Jackson increased or decreased with him pushing his commitment back? I think you're talking about Kylan Jackson. Uh, a, a couple days uh, to Saturday, I heard Texas A&M is gaining steam. No, I don't have any worries. I What I was told was, you know, him and Ricky Collins have a pretty good friendship, and so we'll see. But I feel I feel pretty confident. 
I feel pretty confident. I, I do appreciate the, the super chat here from Kevin Broussard. Thank you so much. Brian on YouTube says, I hate being late for class and nodding as if I know what's going on. <laughs> it's funny, man. It's funny. Blaine Smith says, how's Jay Ward looking? I thought he's looking really good. Major Burns was a guy that looked pretty good today. But you're not seeing a whole hell of a lot. Again, Thursday's a big day. Thursday's a very big day. Uh, Jamie Brady says, what about Harold Perkins? I had a pretty big write-up today, this morning, about Harold Perkins. You should go to AYSSnetwork.com. Uh, subscribe to the messages board. I have a pretty big uh, uh, thing on Harold Perkins. I thought that he was the guy that blew me away the most day one, uh, mainly because freshmen aren't supposed to move like that. Uh, they're supposed to be somewhat lost in space. I thought Harold Perkins, he, he looks and, and plays the part. He's got the explosiveness and the speed. If Harold Perkins can put it all together, and I'm not saying he's going to be the next Devin White, Patrick Queen, whatever, if that young man and Harold Perkins can put it all together, he is going to be an absolute stud. A stud. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. There's freshmen that come in and you get the ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Ooh, look at this guy. He, he is that and some. He is that and some. I I, I I was not able to see Harold Perkins live and in living color, um, like with my own eyeballs, but yeah. Uh, I will say this because we have a lot of people asking um, questions about recruiting. Again, go subscribe to the message board if you want more of a detailed inside report on that. But I still feel good. I feel good on Wednesday. I feel good on Saturday. I feel good about guys that are still inside the state that haven't committed yet, like Zalance Hurd, Kai Preen, and others. I think that Nicholas Harbor is an interesting case. What is he What is he going to do? I think LSU is really in the mix for high five-star defensive end, tight end, a guy that ran a 10.2 100-meter dash. 10 to 1. Insanity. Insanity. And he's 230 pounds and he's running that. If the young man wants to play tight end, let him do it. Let him do it. But if you're able to finish this class like some believe that you can, DJ Chester is a guy that we hadn't talked about yet. If you're able to do these kinds of things in recruiting, and I know that there was a lot of people, I think uh, Rob Broussard asked this question earlier about NIL. Guys, if NIL is as big as the media is pushing it is, then why is LSU in a top six class? Do you think that LSU is the only one of all of the top ten classes not dabbling in NIL? Are you that dumb or just plain, just, you know, ignorant? Stupidity and ignorance is what leads people to bad takes. Sometimes. <laughs> you're not getting to a top six class if you're not dabbling. Dabble, dabble. When I said dabble, dabble, I felt like I was fetching for a Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. 
How many of you, give me a thumbs up, how many of you had the app on your phone where you would go around town and get in your car and search for Pokemons? I wonder if our next guest did that. Could you imagine Carter Bryant leaning out of his car trying to catch a Charizard? Charizard! <laughs> All right, we'll get to him. Oh, speaking of the Denver, uh, Blastazoys all day. I, I'm not a Pokemon guy. I was a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of guy when I got home from school. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, let's do this. Let's pay these bills. Let's talk some more LSU football with your guest always on Mondays, Carter the Power Bryant. But let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30. We got so much more to talk about with Carter Bryant. We'll be right back. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com. Right now, and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985 985- 395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. The man, the myth, the We're back! You know, it's funny. We, we, hear, oh, we hear there from... Former uh, uh, Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger. And did you see today, Carter, that Texas got a first place vote probably coming from Steve Sarkeesian in the AP Coaches Bowl? What a, what's going on here? Pure chaos with the new SEC members, right? You have the wildest 24 hours maybe in Oklahoma football history. They thought the Lincoln Riley stuff was wild. And now you have Brent Venable's statement, and now you have Texas getting a first-place vote. You know what's funny is I think Texas getting a first-place vote is more offensive than Vanderbilt getting an SEC number one first-place vote. Because we know the person who voted Vanderbilt number one in the SEC was trolling. 
but there is some person out in the atmosphere that truly actually believes Texas is back. Yeah, Steve Sarkeesian. Got to vote for yourself sometimes, right? I'm okay uh, with uh, it. Uh, 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 uh. Look, pa- does, Texas, does Texas have a lot of talent? Yeah, they got the best running back in the country. Skill guys overall are amongst the absolute best in the country. I give them that. They got probably some decent defensive players. I just don't believe in the blonde mullet himself, Quinn Ewers. I, I, I think he might just be a dude instead of, like, somebody special. And – you know, transferring from Ohio State and then coming back to Texas, all the pressures on your shoulders to, you know, be better than Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger was a really good quarterback for them. I, I'm not buying the Texas hype, Blake. I'm not at all. I agree with you. And if we were a Texas podcast, uh, we would spend all night talking about that. But we're not. So, and I agree. Chokelahoma chokes again. And there's no room for what happened. And we'll leave it there. Yeah. We'll leave it there. Totally agree. Uh, So listen, Carter, I know that you know this by now, and it's kind of the big thing. I will say this to answer some of the questions because we have a lot of Jane Daniels accuracy questions. I can tell that his footwork has gotten better as the season or as his time at LSU has gone on. Uh, What I will say, though, is I do think it's interesting that when Mike Denbrock calls out the first offense – the last couple of days, he's the guy with them. Uh, right. I guess, what is your thoughts on that? Uh, how much do you take it into it? And can you, could you, Scoochie, just over just a little bit like, there he is. Uh, right here. I love it. <laughs> okay. That's really what quickly. Megan asked me. What about right here? Anyway, get out of here. We're married. We're married. So it's legally okay. But Carter, your opinion on this Jane Daniels thing so far and what we know. All right, so let, let's use some simple logic here with Jaden Daniels, right? He's a more mobile quarterback. No question. Obviously, if you're playing behind a, an offensive line that's making its first start, that does give you some extra benefit. We do have evidence of Brian Kelly mentioning mobility. They asked Mike Dimbrock about mobility. You know, he said mobility, but he also said it's not the be-all, end-all for him. So right. we all know Jaden Daniels can run. Nuss has a little bit mobility and Miles has none. So we know that, right? I think everybody in here knows this. But this is also true as well. As explosive of a playmaker Jaden Daniels actually is as a quarterback, and with all the experience he has over all the other quarterbacks in this room, it does tell you something that he has not been able to separate from the rest of the pack, especially considering Jaden Daniels has very little injury history as well he right? does he's, he does yeah, yeah. um he, he's he's been he's been banged up some i'm not saying that he's not played through injuries at all but you know with all his playmaking ability why is it that he hasn't separated himself from the rest it's because of the intermediate passing game and the accuracy and the consistency and Agreed. As you mentioned the, the footwork so i did a video earlier and i praised jaden for most of the video, okay? But here's what I decided to do, Blake. I reached out to a quarterback coach that I trust who, and and he gave a very detailed mechanical breakdown of some of Jaden's throws from today at practice. And he, he, he's very concerned about that. And this is a guy who has no ties to LSU. So, 
you know, once again, it, it, unless you really are a QB coach and you look at this stuff every day, like someone like him, it, it's it, it's hard for us to know like the, the the ins and outs of like a Brian Kelly or someone that really knows the position in and out. So, you know, for, for me, I that's the only thing Jaden holding Jaden back. We know his deep ball accuracy is actually fine. It's not amazing, but it's fine. We know he can run RPO offenses, and we know he has had some success in the intermediate game. But that right now is a thing that is, you know, not allowing himself to separate. And the opposite is also true for Garrett Nussmeyer. Garrett Nussmeyer has thrown the best ball. I, I, that's that's how I feel, Blake. Just if, oh, if, I agree, Carter. I do. I agree. Yeah. Nuts throws the best ball. He he's thrown the best, but football is not played against air. Okay, and Jaden Daniels has a lot more experience. So this is where you and whichever LSU fan is out there on the planet Earth, wherever you might be watching this on Facebook, YouTube, MySpace, Tinder, however you're watching the stream, you're on every platform, Blake. I love it. However you are consuming this right now, there are two different questions that can be answered and can also be given two different answers as well. The best quarterback for this team, the bottom line is you win championships with the vertical passing game, okay? Nuss is the better thrower, okay? But he might not be the best quarterback to go out there and win a high-profile game versus Florida State. The guy who's played in a lot of these games and has started in a lot of these games might be the better option to go out there and win the game for you versus Florida State. And you got to answer this question if you're an LSU fan. Is the better long-term option the better person to start versus Florida State? I do think Nuss is the, the better long-term option, and I don't think the gap between him and Jaden Daniels is all that wide. Um, if you are one of those people, then yes, Nuss should start versus Florida State. But if you are one of those people that thinks, okay, we have a bunch of new players starting versus Florida State, a lot of new coaches – we need someone out there to make a few plays for us to find a way to win this game who has been in this spot plenty of times, then your option should probably be at this point, Jaden Daniels. I'm going to say three things to you. Number one, no, I, think, right on I think Garrett does throw the best pass right now, whether it be short, intermediate, or down the field. I agree with you. My question would be to Brian Kelly, which will be on Thursday – if he is not the outright starter, how much is his decision-making or lack thereof or bad decision-making been to where you're running Jaden Daniels out there? Because it must be pretty bad. It, again, Carter, opinion. I don't know. No, no. But what's going on with his decision-making? And Thursday will tell us a lot of things, right? Like, <laughs> you know, he goes out there 18 for 20 with four touchdowns. Every, he, he's the dude, right? Like, roll with him. But if he doesn't, you know, we'll see. I do think, I do think, and watching it live, I do, it is of my opinion, from having the 50,000-foot view, there was some sloppiness on route running. Kayshawn, it was his first five days back out there, okay, and he was trying to force the ball to Kayshawn. However, the players that he did have a connection with, meaning going through Sprague and Jane Daniels, Malik Neighbors. He ain't missing Malik. Malik, quite honestly, that relationship is pretty damn interesting. So when I take that 50,000-foot view, 
I want to see in two weeks, and if there's the still, still the same problem with Kayshawn, all right, we'll find the guy that can get seven the ball <laughs> right. and get exactly. out of the way. That is my thing. And, and look, a lot of people are saying that we're biased in here, but Carter, I, I will ask you, there is every time that we talk about this, it's everybody perceiving that we're being biased. It's yeah. not a biases. The film don't lie. The eye, yeah. Guys, our eyes aren't lying to us. So, yeah. um, and Carter, let me ask you this. You've covered a lot of football. They don't have time to be playing games with the media. They're not letting Jane Daniels run out there just to play around with the media. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this I mean, this is a this is a big decision, right? And honestly, I know a lot of you, I know a lot of your viewers have been upset with these Vegas over under totals. And I know a lot of people in on my channel's been upset, you know, the Action Network, which is one of the best sites when it comes to you know, season prognostication says LSU is a five win team. They had LSU at seven a season ago. Yeah. Yeah. And th the truth is that nobody knows what you have at quarterback right now. What we do know is LSU has Kayshawn LSU has maybe the best true freshman defensive player they've had since Stingley. Um, God, God. Yeah. Harold, Harold might be special. And that, no, there's no know, might. Yeah, it it, just, it, it yeah, comes yeah, down to when he puts it all together. Right. <laughs> and you add that with other guys that have emerged as true freshmen, and they're entering the prime of their careers. Mason Smith, Jaquelin Roy, and B.J. Ojolari. We know that they have all this talent. But the truth is the quarterback is what moves the needle. Mm -hmm. And it moves it so much more than every other position. I know everybody out there knows that. But the truth is, and I, I also want this to be clear, because I have reached out and tried to figure this out myself. Because, look, Coaches will give you coach speak and say, well, all the quarterbacks, there's no separation. And a lot of people will think, well, they're just trying to keep everyone uh, together. And they they're have not an doing that. They're, I, I promise <laughs> you, they are not doing that. Right. They're not it, doing it, that. I think they would want their quarterback position to be settled by now. I do. And I know a lot of people say, well, they want to keep Florida State guessing. They don't, they don't give a freak about Florida State. They, they're not worried about they're, – they're not worried. Carter, about, they wouldn't give us four scrimmages if they cared about what everybody knew. Exactly. They're giving you more access. They're giving the media more access. It's not, this is not a, you know, a, a disguise they're trying to throw out there. They're still trying to figure this out. And that's the thing. Sometimes it's like that and it's very difficult. Now, what was very interesting in Mike Dimbrock's press conference today, Blake, was they did ask him about how much does he play calling change. And he says, it might. It just depends on how things work, but it wouldn't change a whole lot. And, you know, I agree as far as, like, your base plays are concerned, but it does change, right? Oh, and a thousand percent. I, I, I think Mike wants this to get settled. I, I really do as a he play He wasn't caller. joking in that comment today, Carter, when Glenn no. West asked him, and Glenn was like, Coach, when do you want to do it? And Glenn couldn't – God bless Glenn West from Go247. Y'all go check him out on Twitter. Yeah. And and he's he he interrupts Glenn. He's like, "Now. now. I want it done. He doesn't want to have this shit going on and over his head, Carter." Right. Always remember this. I know he said that jokingly, but comedy is mixed with truth. Oftentimes, <laughs> no doubt. 99% of the time, that it might be an exaggeration or a joke or whatever, comedy is mixed with truth. And he did reference that in an interview on 104.5 about wanting to know who his QB is. Because I'm telling you, as a play caller, 
I, and I've reached out to OCs about this. And I, I, I do mention this on, on my channel quite a bit. I do rely on coaches that have been between the headsets and know way more about this stuff than I do. They, they want to, coaches want to know who their quarterback is. It, it's that important to know that so you can know how to, the strengths and weaknesses of your offense, because football is a millisecond game, right? If you know that one of your quarterbacks is a slower release, well, I, I know that I have to call more play action and more stuff to get things open for them. If right. I know a quarterback can't run, I, I know what I have to X out of my opening 15-play play sheet, whatever. So those things are, are, are very key. What's up, little man? Good to see you. Huh? 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 All right. Huh? Tell Uncle Carter, hey, come here. Look at, look at, look at the, look at the. Say, hey, Uncle Carter. Look at that. He's going to do this. That. Do this. Hiya. Hiya. All right. Hiya. Uh, oh, mommy said she got you something. Go see mommy. Love you. Bye. That That is the, okay. So I will say this. That is the only time, Blake, in the history of this channel that I ever want to see a blue gator in, in, in any show. Uh, so. Interesting tidbit. Ah, 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 Megan's ah. stepmom and stepbrother are my wife, Megan. Huge Florida Gator fans. No. Massive. No. Massive. No. Every time they go to Memphis to see him, that young man comes home with Gator gear. And I don't have the heart because he comes in here and says, Look what Lolly gave me. Who? And then all of a sudden, that shit ends up in the trash. Carter the Power Bryant joining us. I throw that shit in the trash. Uh, I ain't playing that. Yeah. Um, but they they love it. They love it. They gave him some LSU stuff too, which kind of, you know. Uh, Paris Scott said hello, Carter. What's going Perry. on? Uh, Carter, interesting that. enough, let's get to a outside of quarterback and look at this team. Anything yeah. to you stand out so far? I mean, I know it's early, but anything else stand out so far? Yeah. Um, so I won't get too deep into this, Blake. I mean, you you understand X's and O's really well, especially when it comes to like the line play, yep. right? But you can go watch my video if you want a more detailed explanation. But how they divvy up who works in which drills will give you an idea of not necessarily who's going to line up where or who's going to start because Joshua on Facebook makes a good point. You never know how a player is going to do until they get out there in a real game. Well, most of your defensive players that are starting are the guys that are the most experienced, right? Even the transfers, the they've, they're experienced. They're playing in a lot of games. And your starting defensive line is going to be very experienced. I think the one thing that really stood out to me the most is how they, um, in, in one drill, they divvied up the defensive linemen. So they had two defensive tackles in a rotation working in one drill. They had the hand-in-the-dirt defensive ends in their own little pot. So yep. Gay, Quincy Wiggins, and Savian Jones. They're splitting up the outside backers and, and down linemen. Right. J right. But, mm -hmm. but the thing is, is they split them up in a group of three. So what does that tell me? Well, that tells me that they're going to play – more than likely, now they might mix some Miranda tight front. I don't know if they have the personnel to do that. Uh, I yeah, they're gonna run. They're gonna run a three-four, but the issue is they're gonna run it like they did in the spring game, where it's not a tight front, where you have a four-eye nose and a four-eye. So mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be completely. That's exactly right. what they did. Completely right. Mm -hmm. So you're and and what's funny and, and the reason why that is big. Okay, is Matt House in 2018 did the same thing? Is, correct. That is what he did. Correct. And that was 
by far his best year as a defensive coordinator. It's not even close. Now, the issue with that is got to have certain types of players, and I don't think LSU's defensive line is, is, is right to play a tight front. Now, for me personally, I like the tight front better. I like three thicker defensive line. It could just be me. I, I just like seeing thick defensive linemen. But I don't man, know. they're big up front, though, Carter. Yeah, yeah. They're they, big. They have a, yeah, they have a lot of size that they could do it, but I do think that they want them to remain playmakers. And if you play the way that you did in the spring game, you're going to have more of a – not a tight front. You're still going to have a 3-4, but you're going to – your defensive end opposite the Jack linebacker will have contained responsibilities as a 6 technique on the outside shoulder of the tackle that and and there's different numbers for different systems but i explained it in the video i dropped a little bit earlier today but that's probably the biggest thing but on a more minor note um obviously it's going to be interesting now that jack has you know missed his first couple of practices this has given btj a lot of opportunities to prove himself and we know btj's upside is to the the heavens honestly mm-hmm. Really special player, and I, you know, I tell you what, too, Carter. It's given Cole Taylor reps in the passing game, which they threw a fade route in the back of the end zone to him, and I'm like, "Damn, Ed, you're what an idiot! What an idiot!" I let me say this on the defense too. I agree with you, but I think this is something interesting. They are playing a Matt House front. With a Steve Smagnolo defensive back rotation. So like they're that. rotating. So, you know, motion comes across. If there was a safety down in the box or closer to the line of scrimmage, he's bumping back, and then you have what would be the three. So let's just say that it's Joe Fouché. Joe Fouché is now in the box. Jay Ward's bumping back. The communication, let me, I told Bonnet this chill bumps. This is what I want to see. You know who did it like that? Dave. And I remember having a very vivid conversation. Now, me and you talked about this conversation that we had with Dave Aranda about, I will run. I don't want full reps. If I could spend an hour of just communicating on air, we LSU has athletes that if they know what the hell that they're doing, it's dangerous. And so, just throwing that out there. I'll tell you who else it surprised me today. Seven Banks. Okay. I know, I know, I, hey, I, I, he's going to get drafted by the Saints. It doesn't matter. We better get used to him. Oh, the Ohio State thing, right? They're going to draft did. him. You know, it's kind of like Sean Payton's in his office, right? And he's kind of like, what What do I do? I hate LSU do I do? dudes. You know, <laughs> what do I call Dennis? What do I say to Dennis? You know, <laughs> anyway. Carter the Power Brian from LSU Power Hour joining us. Noah Kane and John Emery doing a whole Frank Wilson type of scenario here. One guy's in, next play another guy's in. Complete rotation. Interesting concept in today's game where you don't see what Frank Wilson, like what Frank Wilson used to do in his first tenure at LSU. Are you surprised that Noah Kane has taken so many reps with the first team as this only being his fifth practice at LSU? Uh, Not really because he is a really good pass catcher and – um, that means a lot in the modern day, right? And mm-hmm. the thing is, his hands are really good. There was a ball, um, and, and Chris pointed this out, uh, 
one of our PHL discords guys, and he pointed this out to me that it was a, sh- uh, a ball that Nuss actually threw below his knees, and it was a bullet. And Kane made an all-hands catch, Blake. It was flat-out amazing. He's got great hands, um, and he's got a lot of big game experience. Uh, I'm really freaking excited to see what he's going to do. And, Blake, I know you're like me, okay? You're like me. You always cheer for the underdog story. Okay? No doubt. So, you know, we, we haven't talked a whole lot about Jure Jenkins. This might be his third year in a row where, you know. Nobody's talking about him. <laughs> nobody's talking about him, but he, he still produces at a high clip. So, I want to actually bring up somebody else at the running back position, and that's Josh Williams, okay? Now, here's the thing. Blake Frederick Refrino. Just call me Blake Joseph. Just call me my full biblical government name. Blake Joseph. Okay. Okay. From Nottingham. Remember, that was the first episode we brought you on. You said I was Blake from Nottingham. Blake from Nottingham. This is very important, okay? And you got a bunch of people that are blue collar, nine to five. You go out there. You put the work in. You don't get the credit that you deserve. Yeah. That's what Josh Josh Williams is, right? Is Josh Williams spectacular with the football in his hands? Not really. No, but he's a fighter. He's a fighter, and here's the thing I like about Josh Williams, okay? He's going to show up. He's not going to fumble. He's going to be decent, at the very least, in pass protection. But my favorite thing about Josh Williams. He's reliable. Yeah, he's He's reliable. reliable. He exists. The number one thing in running back is existing. Being healthy, being there when the team needs you, right? It doesn't uh, running back, you know. Yes, there's Charles Alexander's and the Fournettes and the Hills that can go out there and win you games on their own. But you always but need a Terrence McGee. You always need a Terrence McGee. You always got to have somebody that could just show up and can go out there and grind away carries. Okay, it might only be three yards here, seven yards there. I don't think Josh Williams is as talented as Terrence, but in the same mold, yeah, right? Right. And I, no, he's not. But I agree. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, and I just wanted to give that guy a lot of credit because every year, you know, we don't win the, the at the, at the end of the Florida game in 2020 shoot throw game. Who did they trust out there? It was Josh Williams. End of this Texas A&M game for us to go to a bowl. Who did we trust in crunch time? Florida. I mean, uh, not Florida. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. 2020. And then, and then when TDP gets hurt, uh, or when he's tired versus Florida. And he's just running all over him. We need someone to run. Josh Williams had like a 21-yard run. Had a 21-yard run. That was a play Mm -hmm. perfectly blocked in a Mack truck. Yeah, but the ball actually should have been stripped. The the, the defender made it like (laughs) strip, but he held on to it. The fact that I know that you're going to go out there and not fumble, run the play, gives me a lot of comfort if I'm Frank Wilson and if I'm Mike Dembrock. So that means a lot at the running back position. Carter, last one. This is from our buddy Rick Cloetti. And I'm not going to ask a comment out because I kind of want to add some pieces to it. Are are you like me? I don't look at the – I like the AP coaches poll doesn't mean wow. anything to me. Does it give you a little bit of a question mark? Okay, like – and to say, what are those guys seeing that I'm not? Okay, you know, because I always try to take both angles from it. Okay, so if you think LSU's going seven and five like what Vegas believes that they are, what do they see that I don't? Take it outside of the quarterback. What else do you think that these people are seeing that maybe us as LSU fans 
aren't seeing. Okay, so a coach's poll and an AP poll, all right? So I want everyone watching this to think about how these polls are done, okay? The people that do these polls— Are the right, assistants, right? <laughs> are, the, are, are assistants right. or SIDs. In general, coaches and these sports information people that actually do the polls or whatever, they don't have time to study the too deep of over 100 gazillion teams that exist in college football. So what do they do? They look at a few things. Do you return a quarterback? Do you return a coach? And LSU doesn't do either of those things this year. It's not a knock at the LSU quarterback room, and it's not a knock at Brian Kelly at all. It's the opposite. It's just this is very unfamiliar territory. And as a voter, you feel burned by LSU the past couple of years because you put them in your top 15 um, and or, or top 20 or wherever they were in preseason. See, I forget that. And, th and they're like, okay, we're not going to trust LSU this year. We're going to trust Arkansas because they returned their coach. They returned a quarterback. They, they, they're, they're both very affable. Ole Miss was in the top 25 in today's coaches poll. While they don't return their quarterback, they return Lane. Texas A&M. While they don't return their quarterback, they return Jimbo, right? Now, their rosters have more talented guys than just that, but most people do in these polls, they just look at that, and LSU's roster is a top 25 roster. It's not just me saying that. It's recruiting services saying that, and it's people like K-Ford ratings. They'll, they'll tell you if there was a power ranking of teams, LSU would be in the top 25 in terms of raw talent, but raw talent isn't part of the poll, right? It's who you think the best teams are. And some of that is predictive. How do you think they're going to finish? Agreed. LSU's SEC schedule, it is very difficult. Uh, as the great, you just to go back to Josh Williams, very second, uh, very quick second, we'll get you out of here. Uh, I, I quoted Pooh Bear a while back. He's like, look, she may not be hot. She may not be a dime. She not, not, might not be a, you know, she might have a cute face, slim waist, but not a big behind. But she always brings you a sandwich at the end of sexy time. So you always got to trust old reliable. So I got to say that. I, I got to say that. Carter. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This will forever be known as the Josh Williams episode. And shout out to Pooh Bear. Shout out to Zach. I'm a Josh Williams fan. I'm a Josh Williams too. fan, man. I, I, and, and, I really and, am. And look, uh, if you if you watch him run, once again, you're not going to think he's doing like anything special. And honestly, the numbers back that up. But he, he just still does everything right. Exactly. I, sometimes you just got to appreciate that, right? That I know you're going to be healthy and I know you're going to show up and I know you're going to run the play. And when he goes out there and makes a play, everybody in the locker room, if you want one thing, everyone they're can always about the, it. Like if he scores, they're going to go bananas. They're going to go bananas. It's, it's like the end of the guy on the bench getting into the game and hitting a three, right? Well, I'll uh, tell you this, Carter, and you remember this. When Clyde got, had to get spelled against Texas – they didn't go to the young running backs in John Emery or Ty Davis Price. They went to Lenard Fournette because what, right. what do we know about Lenard? Joe Burrow's got to stay upright, and we know that he's going to be there when the blitzing linebacker comes. I wouldn't be shocked on third and, third and seven, Josh Williams is your dude, sticking his head in there to knock somebody's dick in the dirt, and I'll say it because you got to have that dude. Like Jamal right. Williams today for the Lions – you got to have that right. dude that will go huh, and go full airplane mode and knock somebody's head off. God, I'm ready for football. Are you ready for football? Um. Mm. 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 
say in character. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. We'll get you out of here. Go kiss the dog, fiance, kids. You don't have kids, but nieces and nephews, all those people. Go kiss them for Uncle Blake. We'll see you next Monday, brother. All right, buddy. Let's go. All right, see that's you, buddy. Carter the Power Bryant. Bring it to us. Our Pooh Bear got a line. He comes in here with his funeral chicken, eating funeral chicken before his show and the Golden Boot podcast at 8.15. I think they got Dilly Sanders on. Don't invite your boy back, though, man. You know, I mean, shit. I just, you know, what, the what did I do? Guys, what, what did I do? Is what it is. Zach's bringing me on his show in four weeks. He's got 806,722 guests before Blake comes on. <laughs> I don't know. Play a commercial. Get me into a commercial and we'll get Pooh Bear and Zach in here. Play a commercial, whichever one we haven't run. Go to the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Pooh Bear, what do you mean I don't pause? What does that even mean? Man, you just be going. And you just, you'll say something and then you be like, balls, and you don't pause. I'm like, man, what's going on here, man? Here's the thing, though, Pooh Bear. We've been getting a lot of complaints that say pause too much. So I understand. Those are people that lean in into the fast forward. Well, Don't you know what? Me. You know what I feel like, though, Pooh? I'm not. You know, I, I, I'm i a married man. I don't have to say pause. You know, I got two. I got another no kid on the way. I got another yeah. man. on Another kid on the way. You know another what man. I mean. Wait a minute. I know. Remember when I said I was exhausted? Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey speak, speaking of, uh, there was a comment in here. Uh, you were talking about all the platforms you're on. Somebody, uh, AYS on yeah. the web? Well, okay, I had, so I had to start. Hey, it, they, we're on OnlyFans too. What is the what's what what is the first off? What's the hub? First of all, I'll say this: Don't play dumb. I You're swear to God, you I, definitely know. I, I swear, I swear to God. Are you talking about P Hub? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I don't need P Hub. Hmm. How long you been married? Five years, six years. Give it a couple months. <laughs> you mean you mean when after November? You know. Yeah. Hey, 
It is what it is. All right, guys. So we'll, we'll have to talk. To, we'll have to finish this on the spaces. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, look, all all night long, I've been in the um, in the comments, like crying belly is getting after me. Um, guys, we're not. You know, I, what narrative are we making up? Just go get on YouTube. Go get on YouTube. Type in LSU camp. Watch some footage. It's guys. It's I'm there. Hard. Guys, so I am people, there. People just okay. So, there's no, there's no denying what's happening. Yeah. If so, it's it's been it was always thrown at, at you, and it was thrown at me that we're pushing a narrative, right? Well, maybe it's not so much that we're pushing a narrative. You just don't like the story. Bingo. B i n g o and bingo was his name. Oh, that's exactly what's happening. Mm. I, don't I, I mean, I got I got some narrations. I mean, Jane Daniels isn't just running with the first team off in the line. Andrew Martin right. said, Paul's up. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. That's funny. That's that some funny shit right there. I might need to start giving out. You know what, Andrew? DM me. Andrew, DM me too. your uh, 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 you, DM me. I'm gonna, or your address. I'm going to send you one of these stickers. If you come up with something that funny, I'm sending you prizes. Pause. All right. Pooh Bear, y'all shows at 8.15. And Zach, when's y'all's next show? Friday, 7 p.m. All right. And Pooh Bear tonight at 8.15, right? Yeah, we got to make up. Uh, Chicago weather sucks. I'll leave it at that. And uh, we got to make up. We got Mr. Dilly Sanders on the show. Yeah, no, no, it's de- it, no, it was definitely Chicago weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're right. Yeah, we know. It, unfortunately, Zach, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we're getting out of here. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. I don't know who the guest is. I know that a lot of people want me to call Josh Pate. We might, we might just do it. Uh, but we will be out of practice Thursday. It's going to be a big week. Pause. Uh, Pausehub.com. <laughs> all right, we're out of here. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagles Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at OCOcean.com.